You're listening to The Comedy Cellar, live from the table, on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. This is The Comedy Cellar Show on Sirius XM 99, Raw Dog. And this is your host, Dan Natterman, uh, which means, of course, that Noam Dorman is not here. I believe he is in Las Vegas. Is that correct, uh, Mr. Calabria? That is correct. Um, he is in Las Vegas because, as, as our listeners know, uh, the Comedy Cellar is starting a room in Las Vegas. Damien, did you know that? I didn't know that. Well, the Comedy Cellar will be starting a Las Vegas room. I believe it's opening in March. Comedy Cellar Vegas is coming uh, so uh, that's something uh, exciting going on. Uh, uh, we have uh, a guest co-host today, Miss Catherine Timpf. Hello. Uh, I just told her she was co-hosting. I hope you have no objections. Yeah, I, I guess not. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. Too late now, now. Good. as a co-host, your job mainly is to sit to my right. All right, I can handle that. I'm doing it already. And uh, also to have a certain authority and command. Oh, well. Catherine, you, of course, know from Fox News. She's uh, on the Kennedy Show, I think, all the time. Gutfeld Show. The Gutfeld. The Greg Gutfeld Show. No, but you said you were on Kennedy. And yeah. I well, Yeah, I was on Kennedy yesterday. In any case, she's all over the all over the TV is what I'm trying to tell you. Getting it in. You're also uh, a stand-up, I don't know right? if she's getting it in, yeah, but she's on I the did. T- I've started doing stand-up again, actually. I'm she doing was, that to myself. All right. She, I met her when she was there. And this Damien Lemon. Damien, how you doing? I think, I'm chilling. How are, are you? you? Well, I'm all right. I'm all right. Now, I think you're making your debut on this show. This is, is that correct? This is it. This is it. We'll see how it goes. This is well, my debut. I, so far, so good. Mm-hmm. I like the energy that you're bringing. I appreciate it, And I it, think man. we have a nice mix. So anyway, I wanted to start off. Uh, Aziz Ansari was good enough to get himself embroiled in a uh, controversy. And I, I, I thought that would be... Uh, a good place to start off because I, I consider this the podcast of record for all comedian uh, sex uh, scandals. Yeah, it right. has been. Yeah. Uh, you know, we delved into Louis. We did a deep dive into Louis and we got to the bottom of that, mm-hmm. I think, pretty well. And uh, has anybody read it? This is uh, Aziz Ansari. Uh, there was an article in Babe.com, which is yeah. some blog. I don't know. Did anybody read it but me, Catherine? I, I read it and I was like halfway through reading it and I kind of was like, why am I still reading this? Why? Because it was there wasn't a lot of there there, or why? Part of it, yeah, and it also just felt very personal. (laughs) Well, very personal. I I I felt I owed it to Aziz to read it, uh, such that I could make a uh, oh, Pete Lee is stopping, and Pete Lee, uh, somebody who is that Pete Lee, or is my vision bad? That's not Pete Lee. That's that's just a guy. Yeah. Well. So just to summarize for our readers, if you didn't, apparently uh, Aziz Ansari met a young lady at some party, and uh, they had a similar phone, so they started talking about the phone. I think it was a... uh, Well, whatever, it's of lesser importance Mm -hmm. what the particular technological (laughs) device was. What matters is, is they they exchanged numbers, they got together, they had dinner, she, after dinner, she rushed him, uh, he rushed her back to his apartment, there was no long walk. Uh, along the water, what have you. Right. I don't know if it was winter time, but for whatever reason, there was no walk. Right, was right to the apartment. Yeah, and and Aziz just started grabbing and fingers she, in the throat. She he put her finger, his fingers in her mouth. She didn't have any. It didn't seem to me any strong objections, but she was uncomfortable. She 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 had nonverbal um, hesitation, or she describes it as nonverbal a nonverbal no. But I'm not sure what that means. Right. But she did have give him a blowjob, which she says she felt pressured to do without elaborating on uh, what constitutes pressure. In any case, eventually she said, I'm not down with, I don't want to have sex with you. And, and, and she went home in an Uber. Mm-hmm. So, um, so anyway, that, there's a well, bit of... Well, he texted her the next day, didn't he? 
Yeah, I she think, texted him and he said sorry. She said she felt uncomfortable and he said something to the effect of sorry about that. Didn't realize it. Misread it. Something like that. Well, there's a lot of controversy, uh, you know, uh, more so I think than in the other cases of, uh, of, of sexual accusations, of sexual inappropriate behavior uh, that, you know, people are taking Aziz's side. And people are not taking Aziz's side, but there seems to be a lot of division Regarding uh, this controversy, yeah, you're open it, keeping it light. <laughs> so, Mr. Lemon, <laughs> yeah, yeah, from your point of view, my point of view, uh, I wasn't there. Well, no, you were not. Okay. But given the facts as stated on the record, in the article, read in, in the article, what, what's the question? The question is, lay it on me. What are your thoughts? That's the question. It feels though. It feels like remorse. It don't feel like an assault. It feels like she realized maybe in the moment that she might have just been more of the same. You know what I mean? Like it was. It was like I can't, we came to the crib. We had a couple drinks. I moved you to my spot over here. We did what we had to do. Came back to the spot. We moving. We doing what we do. It might be moving too swiftly for her. I don't understand. There was a, there was many points where she was like, "Well, I didn't know if I, I wasn't really into that," but then I did this, and it was many moments where she could have just said, "You know what? I'm cool," or "This is, you know what? Look, let's slow down a bit. I'm about to leave." Blah blah blah, something to that effect. Please don't put your fingers in my throat. All of that, <laughs> all of that, articulate all of that. Right. You know what I mean? Well, Rats. I got into a Facebook argument with. So, by the oh, way, God. I couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more. I think, but the way uh -huh. you talk, sometimes I don't quite understand. That's all right. Likewise, but, <laughs> likewise. But uh, the crib, I got that. That means your apartment. Uh -huh. And um, yes, I don't believe th this. Doesn't read to me like assault uh, or anything of that nature. Uh, I think she was upset because she didn't get the Aziz gentleman treatment, which he reserved for. He reserves for, I would imagine, women that he's really, really into. Like he wouldn't pull this shit with uh, Scarlett Johansson. No, I don't get those. She calls it the worst night of her life. That I don't know about that. Well, you've probably had a pretty good life if that's the worst night of your life. Also, I mean, just I've to had give worse her nights this week. The probably. benefit of the doubt. I mean, editors usually write people's headlines, so right. it's possible yeah. she didn't write that headline. It's just a clickbaity I headline. I thought she texted that to her friend. This is the worst. Oh, did she? Night okay, well. Life. I mean, it, he doesn't come off looking like the nicest dude. I'm not going to say that, but I don't see where there's assault right. in there. I don't see where there's he, assault. He, he was not the most, yeah, yeah the most gentlemanly person. I'm sure Aziz can be a, 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 a tremendous gentleman. Like I said, if, he's, if he were taking out Cat Tim, for example, yeah. you know damn well he wouldn't pull that crap. <laughs> I would say, please slow walk it. get your fingers out of around my But he mouth wouldn't area. have even taken you to his apartment. He would have said, Cat, I really like you. <laughs> a lot. Let's take a walk. Let's do this. Let's do that. I want to see you again. He would have kissed you on the cheek, and uh, and sent you home because he would wanted he would have wanted to see you again. A woman of your at, your, at your level. Perhaps I, I don't you know. You don't I, just take Cat Tim home for. Uh, I mean, you do if you can get away with it. But generally speaking, well, this girl <laughs> did. She she approached him at a party. She right. pursued him. Right. So it's. I mean, I'm not condoning that necessarily, but is it uh, off base to say that he probably had some sort of expectation as to how the night went down because she pursued him right. so vigorously? Yeah, and she met him at his apartment. He was like, come to my apartment. She was like, all right. Not that same night, though, was it? It wasn't the same night. No, it was a few nights later, okay, right. and then they went out to eat, and right. then they came back, and then the big thing is is that they were making out, and she put his, he put her his fingers in her mouth. Right. Which some I was having a Facebook argument 
It's weird. It feels weird. A V shape, it feels like that would be resistant. Well, yeah, I feel like, that you would, like you'd hit your teeth. Right, right, right. right. But teeth. maybe that's a different move. You never but, know. But um, I, I was having a Facebook argument with some young ladies uh-huh. who uh, were outraged at the, that he would put his fingers in her mouth without explicit permission. To which I said, well, you're making out, you're naked, you try some shit. Right. You know, and I like, you don't have to ask every little incremental move. You, oh, yeah. you know, if she didn't That would be that super weird. I try to get the female perspective. That's one of the reasons yeah. I invited Kat down uh, to the show uh, to get a female perspective on this. Um, was What do you make of that when you're... You know, with a man and, 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 and you're being intimate. I mean, you don't expect him to ask permission for every move that he makes, I gather. No, I would be, that would be very strange and weird. I feel, I mean, I feel like they were just both drunk. Maybe he couldn't read signals. Maybe he didn't care. But even if he did, I, I just don't, I think, like, I've been really big on all this Me Too stuff. I think that it's an epidemic and I think that it's a huge problem and I think we need to talk about it. But then I read this, and as, as I was reading it, I was like, where's the thing that's assault? And, and you can, I think you should be able to say, okay, this guy was kind of an asshole to me, but why are you calling it assault? I don't see where the assault is, because you went along with it the entire time. Right. You know what I read about in a lot of these stories? There's a common thread where women seem to go along with uh, these sorts of things because they feel they don't, they, they don't know how to say no, or they feel pressured, some sort of... Um, but that's the power dynamic. With the rest of these stories, it's like, okay, Harvey Weinstein had power over you. He's going to put you in a well, movie does, or not. Aziz you don't didn't say have no. power. But Aziz didn't, yeah. It was a photographer and hit, like, they have no connection at work. They don't work together. He's not her boss. So there's no power dynamic here. He's just a dude who's famous. But just because do, there's do no... Do you ever go... Have, I've been reading about women. They say they have sex with men just because they don't want to say no. I don't do that. I've kicked guys out of my apartment and I've left apartments. I just don't do it. I, I know, I know you, a lot of women don't do that. But even they, if you they, don't, I don't think it's assault. I can tell you women have no problem saying to me no. Get that, <laughs> get that, get that needle dick out of my face. But what do you make of all these women who say that, you know, if I didn't go along with it, I was afraid that I was going to be killed or raped, you know... I, mean, I think that's another thing, but I'm not really seeing that here. Well, not with Aziz. Aziz is smaller. Really so you're saying Aziz is not a hulking, masculine guy. She didn't guy say that. She didn't say, she didn't even say that herself. She didn't say, I didn't go along with it because I was afraid Aziz was going to murder me. I'm sorry. I can't even now say Now, here's that. the question. When, he, when she got into the Uber cab, because Aziz bought her an Uber cab home. Mm. Now, when the Uber driver saw Aziz's name popping up on the Uber account, mm. did he say, you are third girl this week I pick up at Aziz's house? No, probably <laughs> not. Why, why are they always crying? <laughs> Uber pool. He didn't Uber get her an Uber pool. pool. <laughs> That'd be a move, though. <laughs> I have a question for Damien. So, you're a public figure. Is he? Yeah. Uh, to an extent. Now, now that I've done this podcast. Yeah, yes. right. Now, now that you've done this podcast, Off you're a public shadows. figure. And... Uh, in what way? And I guess this goes for you too, Dan. Uh, like this, well, I'm this not a public figure. Rash of stories, all of these stories that are coming out. Uh, right. And this goes for Pete Lee too, who's Pete just Lee. joining. Pete us. Lee, we're we're having a discussion. Can you guess what we're discussing? This could be fun. What are we discussing? What's you know big what we're news? Discussing. What what what's big news right now in the comedy world? Uh, fingers could in you the please mouth. <laughs> could you speak into it, the microphone? Is it fingers in the mouth? Yeah, yeah. yeah. fingers, fingers mouth. in the mouth. Is that yes. what it is? Right. Um, that's uh, what we're discussing. Well, not just the fingers, but the whole episode. Yeah. So I wanted to know, uh, these these stories, all these stories that are coming out, how, if at all, have they affected the way that you now approach uh, romantic situations? 
Oh my. Well, yeah, I'm single, and I've been I've been having a lot of encounters. Uh, uh oh. Yeah. Ooh. Um, encounters. Encounters. Sound low. Yeah. Ah. But uh, I. Don't, I, I don't I, always sound consensual. Yeah. <laughs> An encounter. Yeah. I've been I've been encountering women. Um, no, fuck it. Okay. Uh, oh, thank you. Um, but yeah, I, I would say that. You know, in every hookup, I've always been very respectful, and I've always said, like, hey, is this okay? And, you know, like, uh, hey, can I take off your shirt? And I've asked almost every step of the process. That's, that's even creepier, though. Can I take off your shirt? <laughs> no, I mean, but, but I would say that it used to be creepy, and now girls are going, like, oh, you're a respectable guy, and this is okay. Whereas they used to be like, yeah, just take off my shirt. Um, you know, you like, start no, but Pete, you start when you put your hand, you put your hand and you you start to lift it up slow. You don't take it off so fast that they don't have time to say. You you pull it up slowly, and well, then see what goes. You don't say, "Might I take your shirt off now?" But at least with the women that I've been with, they like it. They're like, "Hey, I like that you asked." I've well, actually I've right. actually heard I that. I know lately. that lemon. I know that lemon don't play that. <laughs> <laughs> My counselor. Yeah, I, you know it's about it's rhythm. A, I'm, rhythm, thank you. This is what Pete Lee doesn't understand. It's, rhythm. It's about rhythm, but to your point, I mean, I'm not going to go all the way through like a procedure, okay, I'm about to unfasten your bra, but every so often, if if we not, like, if you could feel it, but if it feels like things are slowing down, I'll ask flat out, are we good? Everything, everything all right? And you enjoy, you went, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Let's, well, if you sense hesitation, but you would yeah. never say, can I take your shirt and off And this now? button, and what no, about this I'm button? Not, exactly. <laughs> right, you do one button, you do one, that's why you do one button at a time. So and, that when it gets to the button that she don't want, she can say, that's one button too many. I get. I just resent. Tim, you say what? Yeah, I just resent the idea that, like, as a woman, I'm not ever able to say no. Like, we're all so weak that I can't just be like, no, I don't want you to touch me. No, no I don't want you to do no. that. Right, exactly. But I feel like this is saying that you should assume that every woman that you're with is too like scared to say no. I actually don't feel like fucking right. you. Right, right. Which is, you know, that's crazy. And that, most women yeah. will say, nah, I'm good. Or, yeah, nah, I have you, no we problem not saying. Tonight. I have no they'll, problem saying that. It'll be that clear. We not fucking tonight. We could do this. They might give you a, a menu of options or. It is what it is. It's just gonna be what's when gonna you be. look at Cat Tim, you know one thing: this woman is not to be messed with. No, you know she's got the glasses and the 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 confidence. Yeah, uh, and I think that it's very clear that you don't pull that shit with Tim. Well, I mean, like I said earlier, if there's a power dynamic between the two people, then it makes sense. But if there's no power dynamic and you're just hooking up. It's a lot different. Like this, I'm like, how is this assault? I don't see that as assault. And I've been big. I've written a lot of columns on like, on like the Roy Moore shit. Even like, you know, even like the Roger Ailes shit. Like, I, like, and you know, I work at Fox, so I'm consistent about this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. The Harvey Weinstein stuff. That stuff's different because there's a power dynamic. This is just two drunk people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I, I mean. I, I think that... Um, you can take off your jacket if you'd like. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. very warm in here. Yeah, it's it really extreme. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let us know. Yeah. Let, Let us know if you're okay. <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> you didn't ask. Let's, yeah, I did ask. I said, you can if you'd like. No, he told me, and now I'm going to blog about you. I said, lose you. the jacket. And That'd now Pete feels uncomfortable. The yeah. thing is, some people are so hitched onto I'm this that my... I think that they would, they'd stand in your corner. They'd be like, you mean you were forced to take your jacket off in front of all those people? There's going to be an article tomorrow on Pete. There's a power dynamic because I am the... The host of the show. <laughs> yes, you are. But I think that it's albeit Pete Lee has more credits in the in the non-podcasting world. I think. I don't know about that. Well, You've done have. a lot of things, but um, but I I would also say that it, it um, me asking girls those questions along the way uh, also depends on what I generally know about them. You know, um, I have a friend who's 
uh, very active in, you know, in feminism. Um, you know, she's really into the Me Too stuff. We were making out recently. At some friend. And, yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and she, uh, you know, like, like w we started to hook up, and she was like, whoa, whoa, I'm not ready for this. And I was like, oh, okay, that's, that's all right. And this, this is a real story that I, I'm going to tell. Um, I don't think I should tell it, but I will. But um, I hate podcasts but, like that. But then um, get her consent. <laughs> yeah, but Go then ahead. so I so I backed off, and then she started coming after me again. And then and then things started to happen. Then she's like, whoa, whoa, like I'm not ready for this. And I uh, and I was like, okay, cool, like I'm I'm cool. And then she she tried to start things again, and I was like, no, let's just chill out. Like like we need to just chill out. And she's like, why? And I go, because this is really confusing to me. Because, um, you know, like, like we put the brakes on, there was a big stop sign and I respect that. But like, I'm also like, my dick was like, no, like, like, like absolutely, like my dick wasn't even going to respond the next time. I don't know how I should feel about Pete's, um, Pete talking about his dick. So how did the story end? And so well, out of character. We got together again, the same thing happened again. And I, I talked to a, you know, my best friend is a, a comic. And she was like, "Yeah, never hang out with her again. Like, like you, <laughs> you, um, you're about to get yourself blogged about. Like, you're about to get yourself in trouble. You've done everything by the letter of what's right and what to do, and you can't. You just can't go for this. You're again. about to get blogged about. about. <laughs> wow. But on the other end of it, uh, there's a girl that I hook up with that's really an S and M. And I was asking her, I'm like, hey, can I take your pants off? Like, is this cool? Is this whatever? And she's like, Pete, I'm used to guys hitting me. She, she's like, you could hit me and it'd be all right. And then just to be funny, I smacked her across the face really hard. And she was like, oh, I loved that. Like, it was the best thing that I possibly could have done. And I did it as a joke. And it was a risk in the moment, just yeah, smacking her across the face. Yeah, it's always a risk to hit someone in the face. Yeah, but she was so into it and loved it. Well, this is what separates Pete Lee from Ryan Hamilton. Both nice guys, unassuming, but Pete Lee smacks a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Pete Out the blue. blue. Yeah. <laughs> out the blue. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was, uh, it turned out that the smack was consensual. But I mean, she, I guess she told me that she liked that a second before I did it. Um, but she just would have never expected it from well, me. Well, there you have it. Uh, exclusive Pete Lee. Um, you Beats know. women. Is that what Beats you wanted to say? Ah. Yeah. But, but, Damn it. Um, it. I wouldn't be a wife beater. I'd be a date beater, right? Well, yeah. whatever. I don't yeah. want to get... Uh, yeah, so, so I mean, you'd still be a sexual assaulter. Or does that even count as sexual that's assault? Just that's just regular assault. assault. <laughs> yeah, that's that's regular. Pete just punched a person. Yeah. I want to... Um, unless we, I think we've, uh, you know, analyzed this fairly well. I did want to uh, talk about Kat's uh, return to the world of stand-up because I saw you on the schedule the other night. Yeah. Well, and I hadn't... I met Kat. She was a stand-up. Uh-huh. Um, that's how we met, um, and, uh, and then she kind of dropped out of stand-up to pursue pun punditry. I don't True. Know. She's <laughs> I a did Fox, do, do you watch Fox News, Damien? No, it's not right. really. I, it's but okay. I, you fit the profile. I can well, see you doing your they, thing on you it. You got my glasses yeah. and the my glasses yeah, and got the, the blonde. Fake hair. Yeah, yeah. but look, you're doing it. Yeah. yeah I'm really she, in there. She's in there. And uh, I thought she had abandoned the world of stand-up for good. I thought I had to. Which is, which is what I'm looking for. Yeah, I thought I had to. But but then I see her on the schedule the other night doing yeah. stand-up. And I didn't catch your act. But uh, what what brought you back to the stand-up? Aruba for? Ray asked oh. me to do a couple oh, minutes. Oh, God. Enter Ray Ellen. <laughs> and I did, I did, and it went really well. So now I'm like doing it again. Is that and was for the pilot that we're, yeah. we're doing? What we're doing, Damien? Are you where? Are you? Uh, I'm not. Tell me. We're doing a pilot. Uh, you and Cat. Not me <laughs> and Cat. No, the Comedy Cell is doing a pilot with okay. Comedy Central. We're in. Okay. You remember the show Best Week Ever, right? Absolutely. I would say it's like Best Week Ever meets stand. What's stand-up show? Uh, well, it would, it would be like the um, Best Week Ever meets. 
Evening at the Improv. Ooh. That's an old reference, but you get the idea. In other words, we're, 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 looking at the, we're looking at the week, uh-huh. and comics are talking about what happened that week in the news, be it Trump's latest uh, scandal or, or Prince Harry getting married. Right. And the comics are doing their jokes about it. So what's, what Comedy Central did is they filmed a, a Friday night, a Saturday night, and a Sunday night here right. at the Comedy Cellar. Okay. And, uh, and they're going to then make it, in, and they're going to like cut it up into sections like here's a section about Trump, here's a section about Prince Harry right. getting married, whatever, with some maybe interstitial conversation, and that's the pilot. Now, I'm, now were you away this weekend? Is that it? Or, I was or definitely. I, or is this going to get awkward? No, nah, oh. I mean, it is what it is at this point. It's very awkward. Uh-huh. very upset about but, the whole thing. But well, that but was the, a non-airing no. pilot, and once it gets picked up, you're going to be involved Once in it, it gets so. picked right, up. Right, if right, it right. gets picked up, and we're hoping for the best, I no doubt that Damien will be very much involved. I hope so. We'll um, see. We'll but see. but that's what was done over the weekend. So Cat uh, uh, Ruba Ray apparently, uh, rather Ruba Ray is like one of the producers of the show. Okay, you know Ruba Ray? Nah, but he sounds like a fun guy. <laughs> well, <laughs> Ruba Ray sounds like he's Ray. Like, you, may, you may also know him under the name Ray Allen. <sighs> oh, Ray Allen. Okay, yeah. Where, yeah. how did he get the name Aruba Ray? He's in Aruba, he's all, in the Aruba time. all the time. Really? And he Doing wears what? Aruba What's hats, he? and it's just a lot of Aruba going on. Yeah. Have you been to a stand-up show? No, I've never been to Aruba. He produces oh. a show in Aruba. Okay, I think I've heard about it. I didn't know that was his show. Okay. Has, has he ever invited you to the show? Nah, Again, I mean, awkward. Look at this. Again, Dan, awkward. Yeah. Keep bringing this. Damn it. Yeah. But I only Damn do that it. with Danny because his career either. is going so well. So you want to bring him I down can, a peg? I can rib him gently. You understand? Oh, okay. Yeah, Damien, we all got like, gold. I spoke to your father last week. Did he call you? <laughs> no. Sorry. I'm, uh, I'm sorry to hear about that. So What were we about to say, Pete? So, Kat, you. Oh. Well, Kat, um, um. so Aruba Ray called you? <laughs> Facebook message was how it went down. If you, uh, that's important to the story. Right. Well, that's not really important. Because we started making fun of, we were friends on Facebook. Because remember, we were all making fun of one of his Aruba posts yeah, last yeah. time I was oh here. Oh my god! And oh, was the everything. sunset one. The sunset one. It was <laughs> atrocious. It was awful. We but should cut was, that in, actually. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, we should cut that in. Hmm. I'll do a dramatic reading. What, his, oh, a reading of his Facebook post? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, want, a, I want a, a Tracy Morgan reading of his Facebook post. <laughs> <laughs> As I was staring at the sunset. Oh, it was I real bad. I saw a dolphin. Last time I was here, I sent it, actually. I sent the post, just the post by itself, to about 15 of my friends. And it was like, what do you think of this post? And they were all like, what the fuck? <laughs> You know what was weird was I, w- I was with him like two days before that post and we were sitting in the water watching the sunset. In Aruba. Yeah, yeah in Aruba. And um, at one point, Noam called me over to a table back there and they were all ripping on Ray and they're like, isn't this the worst thing? that?" And I just didn't want to admit, like, well, I was kind of with him for maybe that moment. Uh, I think I was <laughs> well, there. You I were, was at you that were his table. muse, apparently. Aruba yeah. Peak. Yeah, Aruba Peak. Cat, what did uh, so, so? What did you discuss? Uh, f- what topics were you given? Topics to discuss in particular? No, I did a couple like Trump, North Korea stuff, and then I just mostly did like self-deprecating stuff and whatever else. I'm, you know, whatever. And it, you say when well? So it, it went well. Like I was terrified. I like Eve literally posted on Twitter. I was like, haven't been on stage in a year and a half. I'm about to go bomb right now. Like I thought for sure I was going to bomb, and I didn't. Yes. Did did so. Esty invite you to put in a veils for this club? No, not yet. Okay. So well I, but I've got some other stuff. Wait. So your first too. setback from not doing stand up was a uh, taping at the comedy show. Yeah. Wow. You swing for the fences. <laughs> I ain't mad at you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was that was a well, Ruba Ray. Come back. That was yeah. a Ruba Ray's doing, and what what motivations a Ruba Ray has are uh, unclear. Who, who knows? Yeah. I'm but, gonna start jogging again. Yeah. How about at the Olympics? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and Pete, you did it as well. I did it as well. Uh, 
I uh, don't worry, Damien. We'll get to your. It's all right. I'm here. No, no. Um, yeah, I did. I did the taping as well. Uh, I, I thought it was really fun. I, I wrote a bunch of new jokes at, for New Joke Night uh, that were topical, which I normally don't write topical stuff. Uh, and then, yeah, the the crowd was receptive to about three out of seven of my things uh, during the taping, and so I think there's a chance that something will. Well, make it you in. know, I I did too, and I had a couple of jokes, and uh, I did find it myself was nervous because doing new jokes at the comedy cellar. In front of a full room makes me nervous. Right. I prefer to do new jokes uh, in front of a smaller crowd. Right. Uh, but, you know, I don't know how you feel about Not that. Not to be on television. Not to <laughs> be. And also because I feel, and this is me, I'm going to reveal. Go ahead. I'm going to get, and we're going to go a little bit raw here. Let's go. I don't feel Comedy Central likes me. Um, they certainly have, have, not, or have not indicated great love for me. Mm. Why do you say that? Because they haven't given me my due. Uh-oh. Where's my hour special? Where's my, you know... But that uh, doesn't mean that necessarily that they don't like you. They don't, lo- but they don't love me. They don't, they probably consider me an older guy who's, who's not a young guy. Who's long guy. past his prime and... W- whatever, you know. Yeah. I, um, so I feel like I have to, if I don't do a good job, they're going to say, well, yeah, duh. I mean... Hmm. You know, of course, he, of course would, he didn't do a good job. He's not young and hip. No, I would think it would be the opposite. You have experience, and so you're that much less likely to bomb. Anybody can bomb on any given night, especially with new jokes. So my point is, is that I feel like I got to be twice as good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, to beat the j- white man. To beat the white man, Absolutely. exactly. Come on now. We know. <laughs> you know, because I'm not some of the people that they really, really, really like at Comedy Central. That's. I don't mention any names, but. The younger, the the younger dudes, the the you know that uh, that that they seem to love. So I, I felt that extra pressure. In any case, Damien, you feel that pressure when you go up on stage when you're the only black guy on stage or uh, on the lineup. Is that you gotta you bring it extra because you're the only non-white person? No, no, I haven't felt like that in a long ass time. No, I'm just gonna be me. I'm doing. I gotta do my thing. I don't. Yeah, I don't even look at it like that. Mm. I mean, we're talking about Aziz earlier. I, I want to thank Aziz because. Aziz makes me work harder. Right. Because I, when I don't know if we for the same reason, but Aziz, not because Aziz is so incredibly brilliant necessarily. Uh-huh. Okay. He's a fine comic, no question about it. Right. But the fact that he's famous makes me, and I can't. I'll never be more probably more famous than he is. But <laughs> I can control killing as hard as he does. Right. And I don't want the audience to leave thinking. Well, I can now. I know why Aziz is famous, and that other guy, nobody's ever heard of. Right. I don't want yeah. them to say that. I want them to say, oh, to be honest with you, you know, that other guy was just as good or better than Aziz. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, that's all I can control. I don't know if that resonates with anybody. Absolutely, hell yeah. Because there's part. I'm sure there's part of you that's like, you see all, you feel, you hear that pop that he get. Right. And you like, hold up. Let me let me let them know I get busy too. Let and them know, know, you know that just because they've heard of him, right, doesn't mean that I can't bring it as hard. That sounds like opportunity for new fans. Yes. Every time you hear ho ho, you heard that Aziz pop. You're like, wait a minute, that sounds a little. Sounds like I could add to my Natterman boom. I gave well, you a boom. He's yes. got a pop. I guess going you with a boom. A boom is more seismic and it's developing. So that, it's not over. That is correct. So you think that makes you a better comic? Then? I think anything that makes me work harder, it makes me a better comic. Um, Pete Lee makes me work harder because yeah. I'll be damned. I'll be damned if Pete Lee is going to out outshine me. But I think that I we think all it's ego though too. It yeah. is ego. I'll it's say that. Definitely too. ego. I mean, you. 
Uh, I followed Mateo Lane last night down at, at the cellar, and or two nights ago, and I mean, he crushed. And he's my friend. I love him dearly, but but my my ego was like, well, I'm not going to be outdone. I right. gotta <laughs> I gotta go up after him and destroy. And it was it was honestly hard in the first two minutes. I, I was the crowd was noticing that I was killing, like or for, from their eyes, they were, eyes and ears, they were like Pete's killing. But in my mind, I was like, I'm working. 30 times harder than I normally right. have to uh, to get them used to me and into me and um, but yeah I mean I love that like do you, have you guys noticed that people bring cupcake openers on the road with them you know people that they can follow uh, I'd rather have somebody that's very strong that makes it so difficult for on me. the road I prefer a cupcake you like <laughs> a on the road I'm there to do a job and to make money I'm not there to grow artistically the road to me yeah is just doing the job getting the check I don't grow artistically on the road. I and grow you don't want to be outshined. I don't want to be outshined on the road. Let me ask no. you this. How often you went up after Mateo, he destroyed, right? You go up after Aziz, he destroys, right? Your whole point this night, it's Wednesday, you know what I mean? Your whole point this night was to work out these two new bits that you really, you go uh, sandwich your men, he just destroyed do you toss that shit and you say fuck it, or do you? No, no, I do the new the, the new bit because destroying with new destroying with old bits is not right. Is not it's a destroying. Crutch. It's yeah. a crutch. No, no. When I say destroy, I got to do some new shit, you know, right. because yeah. th th otherwise it's not satisfying. But to your point, on a fifteen minute, so you got to destroy with new shit to even feel a destruction. That's correct. I like that. Yes, indeed. That because shit. Aziz That's... is doing new shit. Right. So if I destroy with old shit, I know the audience might not know, but I know what I've done. I know I've been a bad boy <laughs> right. and relied on old old shit. Right. And it don't feel good. Nah. Cat, you have something to say about this? Like you're, you're being silent. I know. I mean, you're... I don't really know what to say. When I like I when I did this. On Sunday, I did like half new things, and I just sort of wrote in a day, and I was pretty fucking scared. Let me ask so. you, how long, how often, when you said, "All right, I don't do comedy anymore," how often would you still say, "I gotta write a little yeah, something"? Yeah, all more? the time. Okay, all the time because so you, I did miss it sometimes. But you, so we really, you never really quit, quit. You just stopped performing, but you were still. Yeah, I was still writing stuff down. Shit. Okay. So it's yeah, tough. that's where comedy's an addiction. I I never understand it when people go, "Yeah, I quit." I'm like you never quit. You're always you always see something and you go, oh, that's a bit or that's yeah. a joke or a one-liner. And how do you how do, how does a great one-liner come into your head that you know is original and you don't write it down and have the urge to try it like that? Right. It, it never goes away. Well, half my Twitter is like not even about politics. Like you look at my Twitter and I work at Fox News and you'd be like, what is this shit? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I don't know. Do people give you flack for that because they have an expectation of you? Oh yeah, like I mean, like you mean people in the comments section type of shit? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Of Idiots. course they do. Idiots. 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 <laughs> and it's always grammatically incorrect and like whatever. Nobody can take you seriously now and like all that kind of stuff. But I, I don't know. Well, you're trying to straddle two worlds. You're trying to be a pundit, which requires a certain. Serious. I don't think it should. Mm. I don't well, think it should. So you're Not trying today. to flip the script. Yeah. <laughs> I think you could do that. I yeah. think everything's different in the news now. Like, the news isn't objective anymore. It's like, you gotta, you pick a narrative. You know what I mean? Like, you want to feel how you want to feel. You tune into these people over here. You know what I mean? Like, it, people don't just report the news. This is what happens. Right. Like, this well, is what happened. Well, picking a side. this is how you should feel about the shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think also the Daily Show is kind of... 
made comedy slash news a thing. So right. now everybody in the new, it's like now news and stand-up are sort of all melded together, which is why maybe this show on Comedy Central, that Damon will certainly, no question about it, uh, be involved <laughs> with, uh, why it may just it may just be a huge hit. Yeah. It may. I don't know. Are you feeling it, Calabria? I mean, well, the question, I guess, goes to you guys. Do you think that stand-up comics are going to, week after week, want to generate new material? Yes, because if it, it must on get the, annoying. If it gets on the show and, and we can make money and get on a TV show, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and it would be so, fun to do so. We'd be getting paid scale, you know? So, I mean, scale on a weekly basis to come up with a couple, you know, a, a handful of new bits. Uh, I would... I would probably develop a strategy. I'd be like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna work them out on Monday. I might start trying them out on Saturday night in the middle of my headlining sets on the road. Like, uh, I would work at it like it was a job and probably take it way more seriously than I did the pilot. Uh, yes, I would do that too. Uh, I think it would motivate me more. D D now, Damien, um, yeah. you're no stranger to television. No. I understand that I don't watch it necessarily, but that you have. A TV show. I do. I That's do. the funniest question I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I, he has I don't a, watch it, a very successful TV show that's, that just that did I've its never second season. Yeah. But don't go, don't go Third by season. me. I'm mostly just watching Black Mirror these days. Don't even worry about it. Of course you are. Yes, of it's course a, you're uh, a Black Mirror guy. John Mayer, I understand that you uh, play music. <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, never <laughs> necessarily <laughs> heard it, but... <laughs> Well, uh, got that I am I am a little bit out of the loop sometimes, but 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 uh, this TV uh, show, right? Um, <laughs> right. Per se, this program, <laughs> uh, it's on the I believe it's on the True on the True Network, True which is, TV, yeah, yeah. which right. is a television network. Right. I got this for on, doing on his on show. Oh, he's yeah. got some swag. I'm Pete's literally got a wearing the shirt, the shirt that and I have. And this show is goes by the name of. You could do it. Comedy Knockout. Comedy, Comedy Knockout. knockout. Yeah, and the premise out. is... The premise is basically to make the, the people in the... Just make the... Just get the best laughs in the room. Win that live audience. Make me laugh. We set up comedians with various little jokes, which are basically setups for comedians to just riff well, it, and be funny. Is it a, is it a round table or is it's it... A, it's like a panel show. So uh, okay, how to start okay. is three comedians will go up play various games similar like we'll have a game like what not to say right so what not to say when you're going through tsa what you not? you know you step up and you say what not to say something that you know and it's got to be completely improvised off the cuff it could i mean it has it should have the feeling of you performing it for the first time now obviously you're going to write something so you what get the packet maybe yeah, a week so prior. if i just off the top of my head i think uh what not to say allahu akbar exactly you know uh peace be upon you right Anything Muslimy? If you want to go that might route, might be something that <laughs> you would. That's if you want to go with that. That might fruit. be something you wouldn't say at TSA. Right. Yeah. yeah, and it's a bunch of different things. That's the, that's where it goes. I'd probably do better if I had a few more a few more days to work it through. Absolutely. But that's just off the top of my head. You know what I mean? But but. but uh, well, this sounds like a fascinating show. It's a great show. It's so fun to do. You have fun on there, Pete? I had so much fun on there. Right. Uh, uh, the last, uh, I, t I taped a couple episodes this time, and then the last crowd that we had was um, kind of a stinker of a crowd, mm. uh, which is uncommon for that show because the warm-up guy, uh, Mad Dog, is so funny. And uh, What, Mad Dog Mattern? Yeah. James Mattern. Yeah. He, he doesn't go by Mad Dog no more. I know. I still call him Mad Dog. Well, he don't like J that. He don't like James. that shit. You got James it. Dog. He does not James like... Dog, uh, <laughs> Mad Dog. James Dog, Mad Dog. Uh, uh, Jamie Mattern. Yeah, Jamie Mattern. Um, uh, I'm gonna get a, an email from him. Um, but anyway, uh, no. But it was. But even with that, oh, show, are you a writer for that show? 
Uh, for his show? Because I know you write on True TV. No, uh, greatest ever. Uh, whatever. Um, okay. So anyway, you're on the show. Yeah, I'm on the show. It's even with that stinker of a crowd. Uh, it was so fun because like we had fun. Like, yeah. The whole the you you have fun with the other two comics that you're on. The the crew is so great. Uh, the crowd got got better, and then the show that I taped before that one where the crowd was electric. Uh, the the whole experience was like you didn't want to leave at the end of the episode. It's so fun, and then they do this thing at the end where uh, the the person that comes in second has to read an apology that's pre written. Oh, so for it's, them. it's a contest. Yeah, it's a contest. Yeah, a so fake contest. Fake. You know, it ain't no real stakes. I guess. Basically, the first person that lo- it's three it's three contestants, right? That are so, all comics. All comics. Yeah. First person has to sit amongst the crowd. You know what I mean? So that's that, and then it goes head to head. There's one winner who gets a trophy, you know, it's a comedy knockout trophy. The other person has to read an apology for being terrible at comedy. And the th- that's pre-written by the writers about them. And the third person is ex- executed. And Oh, yeah, they, we beat them with whips and shit. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I, have, I have to say this show sounds wonderful to watch. I don't know that it's a good fit for me. You'd have so much fun. The whole time he was just wondering if it was a good fit for him. I I don't like... That's what this was all about. Yeah. That's what it's all about, but it is something that needs to be addressed. Let's address it. I just don't love competition. I hear you. You know, among comedians. that We all do our thing. Um, You know... but you do. Though. I never had a. I, well, you know, because I was saying you earlier. You said right. that about Aziz. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm contradicting myself. Mm-hmm. Don't we'll, you understand? We'll have you on his show with Aziz, and then you'll want to compete. <laughs> Aziz has been waiting. That's well, basically the reason he hasn't done it yet. He's like, I want to get Nana Benny's He wants me in the ring. He wants me in the ring. We got a score to settle. Uh, well, interesting, interesting. Well, you're not inviting me, but 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 if if I'll, I'll take it under advisement if you do, mm-hmm. I wouldn't close it off out of hand necessarily. Well, I'd have to discuss it with Aziz, obviously. Yeah, with with Aziz, yes, of course. But Dan, you've never done Aziz a show. Aziz is probably like that? in Italy right now because that's what you know. When you're in trouble, with, anytime you get into trouble, you go off to your happy place. And I think Aziz's happy place is Italy, as I understand it. I know he has a home really? there. Yeah, he has a home there. He's very he's, he he likes Italy for some reason. Huh. Um, yeah, I think because people don't recognize him there is why he he likes Italy. They're also tan in the Mediterranean. That he just. I would love to be that rich. Yeah. I love it. What, like, just escape well, to Italy? you could go to whatever. Italy for a couple of weeks. You don't have to stay in... Aziz probably has like a palazzo, but you could stay at an Airbnb. <laughs> I could do that. But you're right. That would be great. Like, oh, I'm, I'm in the middle of a terrible scandal. I need to go to Italy. Right. It's like you feel bad for these people. And you're, I'm, I'm like, not saying I'm definitely in Italy. I'm just... It's a supposition on my part. And you could go to Italy without a scandal. You yeah. Know what I mean, don't limit yourself. I know. Just I know. get the money together. You could go. It could be a, it could be a beautiful thing. It could be even better. <laughs> yeah, it's not a refuge. But if he could trade lives with me, he'd be like, I'm not living in that one-bedroom apartment. I'll take this uh, every day, my right. whatever it is in Italy. Your one-bedroom versus his scandal, scandal? in he Italy? He would pick the scandal. He would pick the yeah, scandal. Totally. Of course yeah. he would, because the scandal will probably blow over soon enough. Right. It not a, it's not... You know, it's not Louis C.K. level, and and even Louis wasn't Weinstein level. So there's degrees. Yeah. Uh, so I think that that uh, whereas Lu- Weinstein is done for good, Louis is done for probably a couple years, and and Aziz will be back next week. <laughs> You'll be on the podcast. Yes. <laughs> so, um, but if you want to go to Italy, I I I I'm, I'm sure you have the money to do it. I could go. I could go to Italy. Sure. And 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 do it in Airbnb, and it wouldn't be like I said the most luxurious thing in the world, uh, but uh, but you'd have a good time. Maybe. 
Okay. This sounds like one of those radio reads where they're uh, they're actually Go promoting the, yeah. the Italy tourism board, but we just did it organically. Right. <laughs> this, uh, this product has been brought to you by Italy and by Uber. Yeah. <laughs> you need to send a young lady home in tears. <laughs> Uber. <laughs> Pete Lee just did an episode. One of the reasons I wanted him on the podcast is to discuss the recent uh, episode that he did of the Jim of the late night show. With Jimmy Fallon. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, last week yeah. we had on uh, Gary Veter, who had just done Colbert. And uh, so uh, this week we're continuing on that theme. Kat Timp is on her phone texting Aruba Congratulations, My Pete. dad texted me. Oh, well, is he okay? He's doing all right. Good. You, you mean the reason why you did stand-up just texted you? <laughs> My dad. <laughs> the inspiration no. for all our insecurities. <laughs> um, well, it's nice that you have a nice relationship with your father. Uh, but we do have a show to do, Catherine. Sorry, my I didn't feel And like you are the co-host. Oh, I forgot about uh, that. You may oh, not you're the co-host. Well, Apparently. I, official uh, guest co-host. That's correct. Uh, which is why she's seated to my right. She's my right-hand man. You know, in the king, the, his, his, his most important nobles would sit on his right. That's why we have the expression right hand. I didn't hand. know that. Is that well, right? that's the reason why. Yeah? Yes, huh. it is. Okay. And why on his right? Because, you know, the right hand for most people is their dominant hand. Mm. Anyway, you learn so much listening to this show that you won't learn on other podcasts. She is your Alexander Hamilton <laughs> to your George Washington. I suppose. Uh, yes. Anyway, um, Pete Lee, the Fallon show, did you catch it, Damien? I did not, no. but I, I seen him preparing for it. Oh, yeah. yeah well, he's yeah, been yeah, preparing yeah. for it his whole life. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> I do that as well where I see the person run the set so many times around New York that I'm like, I don't need to watch it. Right, I right, saw, right, right. I totally saw it. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was phenomenal, and uh, I felt even more comfortable this time. Uh, yeah, you know, the weird thing about... The weird and wonderful thing about Jimmy is that he comes into your into your dressing room for like 20, 30 minutes beforehand and just talks to you and makes you feel comfortable and jokes around with you so that, you know, when you go out versus, uh, you know, when I did Letterman, I walked well, out there. Well, he could care less if you dropped dead. Yeah, he, I, I walked out there and I felt nervous, like, oh my God, there's Dave, I'm finally seeing Dave. Oh right. my God, there's the band. And with The Tonight Show, you go out there and you're like, oh, it's Jimmy again. Right. Like, he's he's did, my did, friend did, now. Yeah. And Dave, uh, Dave Letterman, when you do Dave Letterman, uh, Dave, I think, was the best in the game. So, uh, you know, I have to say that, preface it with that. But as far as the comics, I didn't get the impression he really wanted us there. We'd go, we'd do our set, mm -hmm. and he'd come over and say, thanks for coming, and then he'd basically turn his back and walk back to the chair. And it was always my impression that if the next day somebody came in and said, hey, you know, Dave, that comic we had on last night, was, he, was, he, he, he was hit by the car leaving the studio. My, I always thought Dave would be like, oh, well, you know. Who? We had, we had a comic <laughs> on yesterday? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I don't, but whereas Conan uh, comes and sits, you, you sit on the couch and he talks to you. Mm-hmm. So after your set, did you sit on the couch? Did you? Yeah, I got I got wave. I got the the symbolic well, uh, wave uh, over to the well, couch. That was a thing no. with Johnny. I don't know if that's you yeah, know, still um, a thing or not. But I don't know. I'm counting it. It was something that when I started <laughs> comedy in 1998, I wanted that to happen for me. And uh, did and you talk on the air afterwards? Or no, I just said thank you to him. I think that's the only thing my mic picked up. But uh, yeah, Jimmy was incredibly complimentary and. Um, you know, I, I'm working on this in therapy that, like, I can deal with negativity because my inner voice is very negative to myself. Right. Um, but uh, when people are, uh, you know, overtly positive with me or when things are going really well in life, I don't know how to deal with that. Right. So, uh, you know, it was, uh, I was kind of using up all my defense mechanisms just to say thank you and, you know, be really happy about it and go with it. And, um, you know, Jimmy's so comfortable complimenting people that it felt, it really did feel amazing. And I was really trying to, to experience it all. But 
I couldn't, you know. Like, you don't I, like compliments. You don't like winning. I do like winning and I do like compliments, but I guess I'm just not, uh, I'm not accustomed to it. Uh, you know, I think that as, as comics, you know, you, you might have been winning before you started comedy, but, you know, you, you either win or lose with your audiences each night, and then you live in a shithole for years, and then you struggle with poverty, and then all of a sudden things start to really happen, and it's good, and you go, well, how do I get used to this now? Because it's been decades. I've, I've been, Monday was my 20-year comedy anniversary, and so it was, it's really been two decades of... Yeah, but you've been doing well for probably 10 years in terms of, you know, making a decent living. Um... Yeah, I, I've been doing well for about five years, and in there there was a divorce, and then I lost almost everything, and now I rebuilt, and now I'm great, you know. But, but yeah, it's it's a it's a process of just you know appreciating that, and um, I'll admit, you know, like it, I was pretty numb uh, even Friday. I had to fly to Omaha. I watched the set with a live crowd at the Funny Bone, and then Saturday morning uh, I woke up, and I this was the thing that cracked me. As I got on Facebook and several friends kept texting me like, have you been on Facebook? Have you been on Facebook? And I thought, oh no, you know, somebody, somebody uh, saw my credit card chip reader bit and, you know, is accusing me that it's a rape joke or something like that, you know, some scandal. So I looked on there and then I saw that my video was up to 1.9 million views. Mm. And I was like, what? And people were sharing it and the comments were all positive. And I just started crying. Like, I just started crying. Like, what? I don't... I don't even... That broke all the defenses. That, that broke all of it. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, uh, and now I think I've, you know, I've thought about it a lot. I've dealt with it. Like, I'm very happy about it. I'm in a really good place. But, um, you know, uh, I wish that my... I wish I had more of a bro-y sense of it, you know, where it was like, yeah, man, like, got a lot of applause, and crushed. And this is Fuck what yeah. separates you from Aziz Ansari. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and the people that... Well, I don't know Aziz Ansari, but I get the sense that he... he he um, feels entitled feels to it, like he deserves it. Yeah, now, I don't know that for sure, but I think a lot of people that do be, make it big, it was never a question in their minds. Yeah, that they that they had this coming to them, you know. Right, right. I don't know. Yeah, I, a lot of people have a, a true sense of entitlement. Whereas I'm in therapy, going like I can I can welcome abundance. I can welcome the money that's coming my way. Like I. Well, everybody's in therapy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, not necessarily for their fear of abundance. <laughs> yeah, I have that. It's it's definitely. Who was a, on the show with you? Um, it was uh, James Spader and uh, Camila Cabello. Uh, very sexy. Mm -hmm. um, but she pre-taped, so I didn't even get to meet her. Ah. But, yeah, she's so sexy. Like every photo of her, every video, she just always looks wet. Like like she has like a which she like in? A sexy Camila flu. Cabello. Um, she's a singer. She's a uh, she sings that song Havana. Um, mm. It's big right now. It's She's really a guest big. model too. It's very pretty, very very beautiful. Well, I always enjoy, I'm, as I was saying with Gary Veter last week. To me, doing these talk shows, the most fun to me is getting to meet, you know, certain pe people. The other guests oftentimes right. are interesting. You Who's know. the most interesting person you met doing? Well, uh, I met Fitty. Oh, Fitty sent. I've met Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> right. Wow. Sometimes you get people that you're like, eh. You know, <laughs> other guests are like, eh. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever met a guest, either one of y'all met a guest, y'all had a little moment or whatever, and there's this moment in your, your brain that you feel like, we might really be friends after this. Have you ever allowed uh, yourself to feel that? Be honest. Not, not, no, not at a talk show, but I have people I meet at the cellar, I feel the way, you know. Well, that's, that's a peer. I'm talking about like... No, no, I mean famous people that come to the cellar, 
like that just come because they're friends with like John Mayer brought uh, Katy right. Perry. Okay. Once you know, and I felt that we had a good rapport. You I'll be like honest. You with you. I did feel like we had some sort of rapport, but but I know what you're talking about. Where where that that person's skill as a gifted narcissist is to make you feel like you're the only person in the room I'll and then you, you fell for it. Like uh, I've, I've But is that a gifted narcissist to make you feel like you're the only person in the room? That actually seems like that would go against being a gifted narcissist. I mean, a gifted I, narcissist would make you be excited to see me to see that I'm in the room it's about me rather than put it on you. True. I don't um yeah, so maybe maybe we're talking about two different things. Maybe there are celebrities that are um that are genuine people, but I just I feel like um uh, I feel like I've interacted with with a few really great narcissists lately and now I whenever I see Instagram, I just scroll through and I'm like this bitch is a subpar narcissist, you know? Like yeah. like it's uh like there I think there are just different I think there, it's too bad that there, there is narcissism and there are people that are better at it than others. Mm. Well, I will say that I was completely ignored by Jonah Hill once on Conan years ago. Uh, when I did the Conan Tonight Show, remember he had the Tonight Show for five seconds? Right. So I did that, and the other guest was Jonah Hill, and he, had, he was promoting funny people. So he right. was promoting a stand-up show, right. a stand-up movie. And I came out and did my stand-up, uh -huh. and I thought it was pretty good, and sat down, and he just didn't he say a word. Now, I guess ring. you could argue that I could have talked to him. Right. But I felt that him as the far higher up celebrity. Should have done the I'm a nice guy thing. What's that? He should have done the I'm a nice guy thing. Hi, how are you? Well, I, he should have said like, I felt because him being much higher on the showbiz totem pole than me, it was in his court to say to me, great job. You know what's mm. so funny about That's what I thought, man. But right. then again, he's a lot younger than me. So maybe it was in my position to say, Good to meet you. Right, because you are you're a veteran comic. He yeah. just did a movie about a comic. Yeah, he might be insecure in his mind, thinking, "Oh shit, he looks at me like an imposter." That I hope could, he says hello to me. I don't want to play myself, you know, because it's who all, knows what the dynamic. Who until, knows what the you know, dynamic is? Yeah. Shit that goes on in your head. Yeah, Damien's right about that. I mean, I, I personally, when I go to those shows, I don't meet anyone. Um, the only I, the, uh, the first time I did the Tonight Show. Uh, I met Giselle Bunchen, but that's because when I got off stage, she like ran over and hugged me, oh, and damn. she was like, "Oh, you did great! That was so fun!" Um, and it was like a like it felt like I was talking to another comic because we were talking about her segment and my segment, and uh, and you know then she had to go and. Um, but she's married to that football dude? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Okay, yeah. Talking to that. Giselle felt like talking to another comic. I love that. Yeah. I love that shit. We talked about bits. Yeah, we were talking about the bits that we did, the <laughs> jokes. And, um, yeah, she had, like, a line that she felt like she, you know, went well and then one that she didn't like. And uh, But, yeah, it was kind of fun to talk to her on that level. But James Spader, I had no urge to go talk to him. Uh, although, like, let's say that, like, if Lin-Manuel Miranda was on the show from Hamilton or, like, right. Gal Gadot, who was Wonder Woman, I would have been, that would have been my goal of the day right. would be to talk to them. Right. And, um, but you're just not a fan of James Spader, and so you didn't. I mean, I'm a fan of his. I, I watch The Blacklist. I like him, but I just, no part of me. I was just like, well, what's my end game here? Do I want to get a picture with him so that right. I can get 722 likes on Facebook? You know, uh, do I need this at all? I, I don't know. You know, Paul Giamatti was on The Tonight Show also the first right. time that I did it. And I like him a lot. But, uh, you know, it just didn't seem... I said hello to him briefly in the hallway right. in passing, but I didn't care. I didn't need a picture with him. It just it, it doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. Do you always feel the need to say, I liked your work, if you like that person's work? Not if you didn't, because that's bullshit. But if you like this person's work, do you feel in your mind... This might be the only time I'm gonna really ever catch. Should I full on say the whole shit, or should I just say, "Good to meet you"? 
Yeah. What are you doing? What are you going with? Oh, uh, that's an interesting point. When I said I, I love your work to Dr. Drew when I met him. But you weren't serious. I was dead serious. Oh, I love Teen Mom, Teen Mom 1, Teen Mom 2. He gave me. A, he gave, I love, love. I've lived, listened to every episode of Love Line that's ever, ever occurred. I typically don't say I love your work to somebody that's so big that they would hear it all the time and it would mean nothing. Right. I might say I love your work to somebody that could use the compliment. But of course, maybe, you know, sometimes even the biggest celebrity could use the compliment. But see, that's the narcissism of a fan. Uh-huh. Because you, like, when I was young, there would be certain, you know, rappers or singers that were on the verge. They was underground. They were popping. And me, as a fucking fan that was feeling himself, felt like... The fact that I even know you, <laughs> you should be honored that I got the vision to mm. see that you're going to be somebody. The fact that I'm giving you a, a early what's up feels yeah. like it's a little bit more prize. But this motherfucker is, is worthy of whatever praise comes their way. Yeah, you know you're, I mean? you're right. You're, that is so funny, the narcissism of the fan. Right. To be well, like, let me ask you, though. When you guys interact with, or have met your comedy heroes here, do you react differently than when you meet just a regular old celebrity? Definitely. I always play it cool. Like I, Well, um, see, that's as far as comedy here is concerned, I look at comics like colleagues, and I'm not starstruck by any of them because I do what they do. And, um, you know, um, whereas musicians I'm in awe of because, like, what they do seems to me... I do comedy. Right. So I, it's like, all right, you do comedy, I do comedy. A musician, who, somebody who, who writes, in particular a, a writer of music... To me, that's like alchemy. Like, how the hell do you put together... I know how to write a joke, but how do you put a, together a bunch of notes and it becomes something incredible? To me, that's so incredible. So I'm starstruck by them, you know, more than I would be by a comic. Because I, I don't do what they do. I understand that. And an actor, I'm like, whatevs. You know, I'm not, I'm not blown away by them mostly either, necessarily. But unless they're iconic, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I would like to, but... <laughs> well, I mean, I... Well, we what were you gonna say? Oh, I mean, yeah, I, I, uh, I remember there was a. I think I was sitting in this exact seat at the cellar brunch, and you were at that brunch with Chappelle, right? Yes. That, um, and uh, I sat down, and Nikki Glazer was sitting next to me, and we had to catch up about something, like some dumb relationship thing that I was going through that I wanted to tell her about, and um, and then I just didn't even see that Chappelle was sitting like right where you're sitting. Yeah, that's Cat something Tim. I would do. At the record and, show, he is pointing to Cat Tim. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Wait, he is what? No, you were pointed to Cat Tim. That's oh, yeah, me. Yeah, Describing sorry. for the radio yeah. listener yes. who cannot see. Um, but uh, but then I, I was chatting with her, and then he reached over because the orange juice was right next to me, and he, he's like, he's like, hey man, can can you pass the orange juice? And I just in that instant, I I was like, oh my god, you're Dave Chappelle. And uh, you said that as you said. No, I. Uh, I <laughs> it'd be better if you did say it out loud. Oh my like, god, just it's like Dave that. Chappelle. Oh my god, it's oh my Dave god, Chappelle. It's, it's Dave Chappelle. But instead, I was like, I was like, yeah, you can have the orange juice. And I, I got like <laughs> right. like ninety percent cooler than I am with anybody. Right. And um and uh yeah, like it was, but it was it, it was almost funny how cool I was with this orange juice. And then as I was handing it over, I was like, be smooth with your movements. Don't knock anything over. And then he was cool for that that whole brunch. We had a lot of interactions. Um, but I would have never been like, oh, my God, you've made me so happy. You know, you're the best. Because I just wouldn't want to weird him out. I wouldn't. Well, as I said, you guys yeah. are colleagues, and I think he views you as such. So, you know, I, I, I don't think he, he looks at himself as, like, on, this, on this, this high, you know, pedestal above you. And I think he expects you to treat him as you would treat anyone you're in right. the comedy world. Because, like, have you, guys, have you guys ever gone to a town where there's a dude opening for you who's a fan and... Um, 
and they kind of fan out on the fanboy out on you. It always feels weird. It's way better if they're just like, "Oh yeah, cool man. Do you want to do you want to go to Jimmy John's tomorrow? We'll hang mm-hmm. out. I'll take you." I'm not going to Jimmy John's, but right. absolutely. Just whatever if they're just cool. Um, it always feels better. Uh, I, I did what we have to go soon. I did want to end on something that I thought was interesting, is that apparently Donald Trump does not have dementia. Now, you could have knocked me over with a feather on that one, because I could have sworn <laughs> there was something wrong with him uh, mentally. But according to the Montreal, oddly enough, it's like the Montreal dementia test or something. Something That's like what, that. It, yeah. it, it's Montreal like, dementia test is yeah. testing the American president? Yeah, well, some American guy in Montreal. Objective uh, opinion. Well, right. he, he, some guy in Montreal okay, invented a test. Enough. They call it the Not Montreal the... test. It's like when you eat a, it was a French fries. Right. You know. But is that a notable test? Is that like Aziz's article being in Babe.com? I think oh this is God, the. Did I, you love I, that? I think she told Babe. I think the was told to Babe. I think the Montreal. I think it's the gold standard. It's the gold standard. Yeah. No, I think it's better than the Hackensack dementia test. <laughs> I think I it's know. the gold standard of dementia tests. Okay, I'm not okay. sure. You have to, you have to like identify different animals. Uh, you also have to sing a Celine Dion song because it's a Montreal thing. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> you have to like, you know, you have to like repeat. Like it'll say like, you know, in a minute, say as many words that begin with F as possible. It'll say like, okay, here's three animals. Then outline three animals. Name the animal. You know, uh, these kinds of things. It'll say draw a clock. Draw draw three o five on a clock. Right. To test if you have the cognitive, right. whatever. Anyway, apparently the guy f- passed. He couldn't be less de- dementia-ed. Right. Whatever the word I just would think be. it Can makes you- zero difference. Like, it, it's the crazy shit he said is still the crazy shit he said. Well, yeah, and so it turns out he's just he an does asshole. Is still the crazy shit yeah. he does. Well, yeah. Yeah, his, 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 so what difference does his, it make? Yeah. If, he's meant, if he has dementia or if he's mentally ill, like people say all the time, it doesn't matter to me, really. It's the, the stuff is still the stuff. Well, if he had dementia... I agree. If he yeah. had, if he had, but for me, he would how have does it affect my it life? Well, first of all, dementia all. gets worse. Okay, dementia. He he'll be he'll be crapping his pants in two years. It was dementia, so you have to look at that. Whereas, just if he's just crazy, he might stay this level of crazy. That's number one. Number two, if he had dementia that was diagnosed by a physician, we could invoke, I suppose, the much uh, talked about Twenty uh, Fifth Amendment. That's not is it? happening. Right. It's just well, not going to happen. I feel like that's every conversation. This might be what it... This it is it. This yeah, is people the have one. been saying that for we three years. Yeah, it's if, not gonna he, if he failed <laughs> the, the, um, the Montreal Comedy Festival dementia test, I mean, come on. then you'd have something where you could say, hey, well, yeah, we got it right here. Right here, the results of the Montreal... New Faces Dementia Test. Well, yeah, that would just be framed, though, as like the establishment coming after him in another way. And right. he would uh, say, oh, it plays well with the base that everybody thinks I'm crazy. You know, like. Yeah, but it's the Montreal test. Yeah, That's universally whole, accepted. Well, the average That's American, you know you American in yeah. a bar taught you. Yeah. Like, even, the even, the, even his staunch supporters have to, have to respect the Montreal test. Yeah. They wouldn't. When you think all they the wouldn't. new faces are new faces, new but faces. they're the same old faces. Exactly. It's clear you got dementia. Yeah. But, uh, well, uh, yeah. so his supporters are saying, hey, we told you the guy's sane. And his detractors are saying, this is even worse because now yeah. he has no excuse. Yeah. We thought at least he had the excuse of having dementia. But I was surprised. I thought he did have some sort of cognitive difficulties because it does seem like he repeats the same words. He doesn't speak in what I would regard as very elegant sentences. No. I mean, Sanjay Gupta, Gupta today said Trump almost certainly has heart disease. 
So that's just something. by the way that he well, looks. Why would Gupta? How does Gupta know that? I don't know. He interviewed the doctor who examined him, or something like that. And based on the answers, he like I don't know something. But the like exam that. said no heart. The exam disease. said this guy is going to live another thirty years. Two terms. I mean, if it <laughs> said that he was going to live six months, do you think he would have even put it out? No, but he didn't. It didn't he did put, put it out. out. Oh, you the doctor or no, Trump? No, Trump. Oh, yeah, well. Do you have control over that? I guess you do. You can suppress well, it as the president or is that public record? I don't know. I really don't know. But I've never been the president. I no mean, idea. Because Reagan was he was he had dementia. And he, yeah. he, he, he had Alzheimer's. Yeah, he, he, he had, had it for a bit until he couldn't. Yeah, but he was polite. Right. That's what you should do, right? He was a gentleman with dementia. He's a nice guy about it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that would be the key to dementia, too. Be nice to everybody. Just because you don't want nobody coming after your ass and you forgot. You understand? Like, you don't be cool. Well, as you get older in life in general, I find it harder to be an asshole because I know something's coming to humble me at some point. Like, you can't be an asshole... When you you know, and then have and, and then forgetful. have, or any bad horrible thing, right? You, you have, you're gonna get humbled so badly at some point. I would have thought it would be the opposite. Like you get older, and then you just stop giving a shit, and so you're just you know yeah. an asshole to everybody. There is that. Uh. There is that. But for me, I'm very conscious now of thinking to myself, you know, I mean, who knows what ten years down the road could bring. And if I'm an asshole to somebody now, when, when I could be in a wheelchair. Right. And, uh, and they'll you know, roll you out into they'll traffic. They'll roll me right out into traffic. <laughs> Thing when you're older, you're more appreciative of people even coming by to see you. You know, when you're young, you're in the streets, you're trying to establish yourself, you racing again. So you can be an asshole because you're looking past people. But when you're older, and there's only three people. Right. That so you want to be you. nice now so that when right. you're old, uh, you, know, you don't get wedgies. Yeah. Yeah, remember that, Catherine. Tim. You're not going to be young and gorgeous forever. I'm, I try to remember. Well, you've got another 15 years left of it. I do. I'm going to get all the plastic surgery too when I need it. So. Oh God, good. please don't. I'm really? have one of those faces that doesn't move at all. Oh God. Yeah, oh no. I, I I I find I find older women to be very sexy when they. Well, don't I'll leave do you two surgery. alone. <laughs> Catherine's not older. She's actually quite young. No, I, I know am. that you're very young, but I like you. Um, it's going to be forever before you would even consider that kind of stuff. But. Yeah, I, the girls like I have so many friends that are getting Botox and they're getting yeah. they're getting little things done and and it starts lips the y- yeah slippery slope the, the yeah it starts to make them look really unnatural whereas like I I kind of when I see a woman that's my age I'm 40 and she's got like you know some crow's, crow's feet, feet on crow's feet. I think she's beautiful I think she's mm. beautiful and but I would rather have that than you know than a girl whose face doesn't, doesn't move. move Pete shooting his shot eyebrows are yeah. tough I see it Pete yeah. is charming Pete, is, Pete is charming Pete yeah. is charming Pete and combines the niceness of Ryan Hamilton with the game of Damian Lemon <laughs> that, is that is a, a high compliment a formidable <laughs> combination that uh, <laughs> what woman could possibly resist um, Catherine Tim, let's. Well, we're kind of out of time right now. I think, uh, uh, Stephen. Yeah. Um, I guess next week, Noam will be back to tell us all about Vegas and 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 where things are going because the comedy club. I I was told was going to open the Comedy Cellar Las Vegas. I was told was going to open in March. Uh-oh. Yeah. So hopefully that will be the case, and I'd like to hope it'd be wonderful to go with some of y'all be and dope. chill out in Vegas. We could do uh, Aruba Rays in Vegas. That's what it would feel like. I, yes, we could do an Aruba Ray reunion. Of Be sure sorts. to pitch that to Gnome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll find out next week where we're at with uh, the Vegas room. Catherine Timp can be seen on Gutfeld Fox. Gutfeld Show, on, Saturday nights, 10 p.m. 10 p.m. And Catherine, 
Uh, you'll hear her libertarian rantings uh, and and uh, anti-Trump, uh, you know, screeds, fulminations. Uh, there, um, Pete Lee. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know if you have anything to promote or anything. Um, if they if they want to go on YouTube, um, they can. Yeah, let's get that up to two point five million. Yeah, they can they can go watch my Fallon set. The, any view that helps on Facebook. Um, uh, please go at watch w- it there. At what point, like, if you get to ten million, then you then you can just call. Then at that point, you call up Comedy Central or or, or fuck Comedy Central. You call up HBO at that point. You say, "Look, let's talk." Well, I mean, I'm at a. Fuck, Pete Lee needs a show. I'm at a fuck Comedy Central point anyway because I'm not in Look, their I demo. Never, I never, and, I never and, loved them. And um, they're like, I want to go. I want to be on Netflix. I want to be. Um, You'll get that. Just get up. Once you get, we get you to four million hits. Yeah, we'll get you that Netflix special. Yeah, don't I, you worry about it. But you need you need four million. Damian Lemon can be seen. Uh, comedy knockout. When we come back, I believe it's Wednesdays at eleven thirty. Catch some reruns. Until then, uh, D Lemon Comedy all over. I got a podcast called In the Conversation. Check that out. I'm in Atlanta this weekend at the Punchline. Please check me out. For the love of God, go see Damian Lemon in Atlanta. It is. If you live in the Atlanta area, the Greater Marietta uh, or Bucks uh, Buckhead as well communities are also served um thank you everybody for coming and we'll see you next week on the comedy seller show thank you.